I think the only liable thing would be... Well, don't um, say it now. I've cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome back to another here. Welcome back. We're going to play another RPG. We are indeed. My name remains Gregory Aikman. And I'm still Stephanie. And we still play RPGs. We let you listen <laughs> to us. We allow you to listen to us play a thing. We, we chat try and them. explain the rules. Uh, you do the rules explanation. Yeah, but that doesn't mean I do it correctly. You do it mainly correctly. <laughs> as far as you know, because I'm teaching them to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're not going to fact check. You do the <laughs> rules to a level that people can play it and enjoy it. That's true. I'll tell you what, if you are the creators of any of these RPGs we play, if we get anything horrifically wrong, let us know. Please I, tell us. I promise we'll apologise. Or, if we get something horrifically wrong and you go, do you know what, that is a better way of doing the rules than what I initially <laughs> planned. Let us know, and we will accept credit on the new edition. We did have a creator reach out a couple weeks ago. We did, the movie night people. The people from 77 Studios yes. reached out to us on Instagram and said that they were very excited that someone was playing their game when we played movie night. Well, people should be excited to play movie night. Yeah. It's a great, great game. It is. I And I really think we're going to give it another go because it is geared towards all ages. So I think mm -hmm. playing it with the 11-year-old will the... be a lot of fun. But yeah, he reached out and it was... That was really lovely to hear from him. So if anyone, if we play an indie RPG and you've created it or had a hand in it or know somebody who has, we would love to hear from you. Or if we play one of the bigger RPGs, which we'll play quite a lot of big RPGs apart from, you know, that one. And yeah, if you're involved in that, let us know. And if you ever want to send us free stuff, we'll arrange some sort of PO <laughs> box that you can send it to. But anyway, what are we doing today? Uh, we're going to be playing Kids on Bikes, which is a bigger one. Yeah. It is from Renegade Studios and Hunter's Entertainment. It is one of my favorite RPGs. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Which, they've got a new edition out, haven't they? They have a new one coming out. I backed it on Kickstarter and it hasn't shipped yet, but I think it is within this year. And when it comes out, we'll, have, we'll totally play the newest edition, but this is the first edition mm. that we're playing. Kids on Bikes from Hunter's Entertainment and Renegade Game Studios and written by Jonathan Gilmore and Doug Lewandowski is a nostalgia-fueled TTRPG where you and your friends play regular people faced with very irregular events. The themes of this game are often rooted in beloved film and television shows from the 80s and 90s like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, The Lost Boys, and in the case of today's game, Scooby-Doo. In this game, you will assign each of your stats a single die or choose the preset options known as tropes. And during setup, the GM will also have plenty of tables and options for creating intricately connected worlds and characters. As in many of Hunter's Entertainment games, there is a heavy emphasis on player safety, as the players will encounter threats that are often far beyond what their characters will be able to handle. There are a number of unique mechanics found in Kids on Bikes. When making a stat check, snap decisions will be made on the fly, so they will use the most obvious stat for that, whereas planned decisions will allow the characters to use their other abilities within reason to accomplish a task. When you fail a roll, the GM will give you an adversity token, which you'll be able to add to a future check to help you succeed. That means failing often helps. 
The die in this game will also have the ability to explode, meaning you can roll again when you get the highest number on your die. So nothing is ever really impossible, even if you put the d4 in that stat. Kids on Bikes is perfect for two to six players. In this episode, we played the first edition and the second edition will be out in April of 2024. It can be found at renegadegamestudio.com and your friendly local game stores. Let's ride. So what are we playing? We are playing a module from the deluxe edition of the book called What Lurks Beyond Southwood Drive. Now for this one, we couldn't do it with just the two of us. We needed to uh, recruit a couple of friends. Uh, it doesn't lend itself well to just two players. I'm sure it. there are some modifications you could make to make it good for two players. Mm. But uh, this one generally needs a GM and at least two other people. Um, but we got... Three, because we're overachievers. So, so we were joined by... You were the GM. Yes. Uh, and then joining us was Greg, who is me. <laughs> well, joining me was Greg, who yeah. is you. We had our friends Casey, Jessica, and Kyle join us. Mm-hmm. Um, we forgot to have them introduce themselves. We had so, them, them introduce their characters, but we forgot to ask them, as our friends, to introduce themselves. I'll tell you what. We didn't have them introduce themselves, but let's have all the characters introduce themselves. I'm going to read you your question, and then I'm going to come back to you. So you get a second to think about it. Greg. Yes. What object from a distant time have you found in the allotment, where you, and where do you hide it? A coin. Okay. I'll wait. What kind of coin? I think it might be a Viking <laughs> coin. Okay. Could be wrong. However. Where do you hide it? just always in my pocket. If you want to add a coin to you. Casey, what is the only place in the town that you have refused to explore? Probably, do you say there was a forest? Mm. I, don't, I don't like the dark. Okay. So I would say that forest, and I'm assuming we're probably going to go in there. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you ever? Um, it seems looming. And Kyle, what is the most dangerous thing you do for fun? Search the junkyard for interesting things in the cars. Okay. Jessica. Yes. What do you think Marcus Smith is up to in his barn late at night? What does Nancy think? What does Nancy the nine-year-old think Marcus is up to? <laughs> Making a monster. A monster, okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's a doctor. Yeah. Doctor. He's a cool weirdo who has What's a What's his last name again? Smith. Smith? Frankenstein. <laughs> Frankenstein. Franken We're gonna introduce her characters real quick. And you're gonna roll a d20 once everyone is done, and I'm gonna give you a question to answer about the character to your right. Greg, do you wanna go first? Okay. You can go first, go first. Hello, my name is Theodore Prolisophus. I am a 10 year old scout. I mean, I don't see myself as a scout, but my parents maybe be a scout. I'm quite scared of animals and the wilderness and the, and the, 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 the news. I don't like it when I have to go outside, but here I am with you people, but I'm sure something good will come of this. I have to have to push myself, says my dad. Thank you. <laughs> okay, I should have said ahead of time. You guys are friends. You have been friends since like <laughs> kindergarten. Um, well, uh, you did friends, Theodore. We know yeah. you. Why you, you do this every time we hang out? <laughs> it, it just feels like the first time. Every time we start a new thing, I just feel like like we're meeting each other for the first time. Do I need to like shake your hand every time? No, like, I please don't. Please don't touch me. Hello, my name is Hazel Morrow. I'm nine years old. 
I love jokes. I love puns. They're the best thing ever. You may see me fall from time to time, but no, you didn't. <laughs> you didn't see me fall at all. I am terrified of the dark. You, as you guys know, because we know each other, we right, Theodore? Other for ages. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. you know, you know. I, I know That's why I keep my flashlight with an extra set of batteries, Very just smart. in case. This is my dog, my homie. Oh wait, did they say homie in the eighties? <laughs> they did. They, they can if you want. Okay, um, this is my dog Strider. He's an Australian Shepherd. He's dumb but really pretty. He's okay, I promise. He just there's a lot of him. Yeah, he's very furry. And furry. he's got a lot of teeth. He's only got. He's actually only got like nine at this point. <laughs> because the others. Is are he old? Well, no, he's he's all right. He's just he's just weird sometimes. He likes to, he likes to bite things, not people though. It's <laughs> so Kyle, even though you are a bully, these are your friends. He still bullies us though. He's gonna see it. Love. Hi, I'm getting Matarazzo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm 12. I don't like school a whole lot, and my dad's an asshole. And mom left like eight years ago for milk and hasn't been back yet. But I got Spike over here. He he keeps me company. He's a smart dog, but he, he's not very likable. And I like to go into the auto wrecker yard and steal things from the cars that are there. Have you not had any milk for eight years? <laughs> How brittle is your bones? Just spoiled milk. No. <laughs> It's the same Just, gallon. What do you do with your cereal? Water. Water. Oh, that's Wet. my new fear. <laughs> thrifty. It's thrifty. I don't know why everybody's introducing each other. We're all friends already, but I'm Nancy. Nancy Hazard. I'm nine years old. I'm scared of water. And honestly, you guys are kind of like my only family because my family, even though there's like eight of us, nobody really hangs out with me because I'm the middle kid. But it's okay because I have my dog, my pug, Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> <laughs> When you address him, please use his whole name. Don't call him Dan, call him Dan Aykroyd. He might look a little bit weird. It's just how he is. Don't make fun of him. He believes in aliens. Okay. <laughs> it's fine. Okay. Now you have to do this. Okay. Roll a d20 for me. You're 10. Can you tell your dog to stop trying to sell me vodka as well? What is, what is Gatton sacrificing to protect you? A chance to be a cool kid, because no one likes me. Ugh. Nine. What is the kindest thing Hazel has ever done for you? Cut me a bottle of milk once. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that you have been eating your cereal with water, and I was like, this is unacceptable. After she finished throwing up, she went and got you some milk. <laughs> Casey. Yeah. Roll your d20, please. Two. What do you admire about Theodore, but would never tell them? That okay. even though Theodore is scared of just about everything, I still feel like Theodore would help a friend in need. He'd at least try. Is that why you're afraid of water? Because you saw him eat cereal with him? It might be. <laughs> it might be. Okay. What links would you go to in order to defend Nancy? I would, I, I would probably punch an animal. You would punch? Okay. I don't think Nancy's hurt you, but she, well, it's, she knows. It's for the best. But if, if she was in, I would, I yeah, I would, I would muster up the courage and punch an animal. Like, I'm writing that down. What's your name? That hurts. Theodosia. Hey, Theodore, Theodore, can I call you Teddy? Or is that too I, close to an animal? I would. <laughs> do you, do you go by Ted I'm, for short? 
No, I. Will you go by Fee? <laughs> yes. Like B? No, Fee. Like Feetons. I'm calling you Fee from now on. Fee. Fee for Vendetta. <laughs> <laughs> remember the. Remember the. Uh, we're gonna do this one a little bit different Mm. um you edited this and how long was the recording when we played four and a half hours we're not gonna make anyone listen to us for four and a half hours no if you look at the length of this episode you'll go oh my goodness this is this isn't even an hour how is that possible? If you've ever played Kids on Bikes, it doesn't. It takes a little bit longer than that. <laughs> well, my my dear friends, it is possible through the magic of editing. But yeah, we'll do this bit <laughs> differently. We've uh, cut the game up so you get a, a good feel of how how it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, although how it really was was um, four was five people getting overexcited and speaking over each other for four and a half hours. Yeah. <laughs> but we've done our best to make it legible for you uh, not legible, to make it palatable for you and we're just going to uh, dip in and out of this to let you know what was going on with the story yeah, we'll, we'll let you know the parts that you missed yeah <laughs> so we've introduced everyone yeah next I believe they started to get to know one another yeah, they started in a field, right? I think so you are all headed to a field right by the woods that none of you ever go into. Michelle Strang has lent you some of her BB guns. She said she handed them to you and said, hey, make sure you bring these back. I don't know if they all work, but here's a box of ammo. Can someone else hold on to my BB gun? because I don't want it to fall out of the hole in my back. Are you scared of guns, too? Why do you say that like that's a weird thing to be scared of? Is it not a weird thing to be scared of? I'll take two. (laughs) (laughs) Hazel, woo! Hazel, woo! (laughs) I'm a sidekick. So you're all heading out to this field to go shoot at cans. Right hey, the side arm. I like that. I might use wow, that. Wow, that's nice. Thanks, Theodore. I mean, the. Oh, only is I the, can call him that. Okay. Is the <laughs> a, um, a nickname that you just told your friends to start calling you? Just, just, yeah. uh, okay. Oh, well, can I call you Dork? <laughs> no, because he's going to call me Dork if you start calling me Dork. Oh, I don't need any reason. We already oh. did that. Oh, my God. <laughs> but don't worry, like, we do it to your face. I mean, I don't know if that's better or worse. At least they don't do it behind your back. How would I know if they do it behind my back? It's behind my back. Part of the beauty of bullying behind someone's back is they never find out. Okay, we'll we'll start doing it behind your back. Thank you. Instead, not as well. Do you want us to tell you when we do? I'd prefer it if you didn't. All right. Too bad. Oh. Can I still keep your BB gun, though? Not keep, just hold on to it. I don't want it to fall out my hole in my bag. Okay. How are we going to ride bikes in the woods? You guys are pushing your bikes through the the field. You're not riding it through the field. The plan isn't to go into the woods, but yeah, like the movie based on the the musical. So you guys make it to this field? Uh, You have hung out in this field hundreds of times. It is the height of summer vacation. There's so so many ticks. It's okay. We'll just burn them all. It's fine. Thank you. I know. It works every time. You just got to be really careful. Don't move too much. I won't. Okay. So you get to where your cans are. Like, the cans so that we're going to shoot. shoot the cans. Oh, okay. <laughs> are they already set up? You knocked them over like a couple weeks ago. Are we I just left them? them in the field. <laughs> How are we doing them? Are we doing pyramid style this time? Or are we just doing them like sitting along no, the... Just top of posts. All right. Just normal. 
Can you guys like kind of put two together on a track? Can I borrow your gun just real quick? I just want to see if I can do two at one time. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll have one go if that's okay, but you can borrow the gun for the most part. I just want it one time. I just yeah, want to try one time. I bet I can get both of them. I, I bet you, you guys can. Want I bet you I haven't got any money. Banana. I'm allergic. Do you okay. have... Got a band-aid? Oh, I love band-aids. Two band-aids says you can't shoot both of those in one go. Two rocks says she can. You want it on this gat? With my gats? <laughs> BB to your butt says you can't. <gasps> Do you want to roll for it? Oh, wow, well, yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay, wait. So you're going to roll your fight to see how you oh, can. It's a D4. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, maybe I shouldn't have done that. If you can think of a different way out of it, you can use any stat you want. If you want to try and charm your way into talking them out of it, or if you want to use any other stat, you are allowed to come up with a reason why you're using that stat. But if you're wanting to shoot, fight is gonna be your combat thing. I think I need to do this. I think I need to do it. I think I need to shoot. Okay, how far away from the cans are you standing? Four feet, how about four feet? Four feet works for me. All right. I just feet. want to see her succeed. Oh, oh thanks, thanks. You're welcome. Theodore. You, you, you're welcome. Yep. Huzzah. Huzzah! <laughs> oh, I like it. Okay. <laughs> so just to be clear, you're rolling this D4 for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for the laughs, man. <laughs> oh, you got a one? I got a one. <laughs> did, did she do it? <laughs> nope. First thing she... that happens is going to get an adversity token. Yeah, you failed, so you lost the bet to everyone. Yep, turns out this is my first rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, see, I owe you two rocks. Could I have those two rocks, please? Here are your rocks. Thank you very much. Nancy, I'll, I'll find you two more rocks. That's fine. Today. I'll just sit I, on the I ground and pick you up rocks. Thinking He's... that I could do it, it means a lot. Stand 30 feet that way. 30, 30 feet. 30 feet. 30 feet? Okay. Can I run? Like, I mean, do you want me to start running? No. And then you, okay. Stationary. Wait, was how, this... how many times do you think you have you shot the can? 12 and a bully. Okay. Five. That gun jams. <gasps> you got but jammed. You do get an adversary token. Adversary. So uh, you point it, and you can tell it is going to hit Hazel right in the butt. And you are snickering to yourself, and you click, and it goes. <laughs> you were almost dang. left behind. <laughs> I wasn't even. I wasn't even scared, bro. I wasn't even scared. <laughs> yeah, okay. I wasn't even. You were facing away from them. They will never know. So what are you gonna do with this broken BBM? Chuck it on the ground. As soon as you chuck it on the ground, you hear a bunch of yelps and barks. Across the field runs Spike and Strider and Dan Aykroyd and a fourth dog that you guys do not recognize. They run like full speed towards the woods. They all run into the woods and you know they just kind of pat around the neighborhood. <laughs> You named it Diane Aphrodite. I pictured two dogs. They all run into the woods except for this other dog. What color is this little dog? It's a Labrador. You guys can clearly see what color it is. Chocolate? It's a chocolate lab. Aww. Chocolate lab pauses right before it gets into the woods and looks directly at you guys and takes a couple of steps towards you, and then hears one of the other dogs bark, and it runs into the woods after your dogs. The dogs have all run into the woods. Quick, let's go home. Whose dog was that? <laughs> was yeah. it, I don't know. I've not seen that one before. You guys, it's getting dark. Do you think it's maybe they're just- getting dark. It's um, the middle of the day. Oh, uh, you've got sunglasses on. Oh, crap. Okay. 
forgot. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. It's a little oh, brighter now. T- turns out it's a golden colored laboratory. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to go. Let's go into the woods before it gets too dark. Of a toque. It is. It is the middle of the day. It's not even close to getting. What time of year is it? It's summer. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. So yeah. we have like eight hours. We got till nine. I need to okay. go and find Dan Aykroyd right now. I need to go get Strider. I need to get Dan Aykroyd. Do you, do you want to get Spike? You yeah, there. he's pretty cool. He's, he's smart. Yeah, but what if it? What if something happened? What if there's a trap in there or something? I don't want to sit around and wait anymore. I I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go into the woods and I'm gonna go find Dan Aykroyd. There's I'll go with you. Be Let's tra- go. Traps. Yeah, let I'll go with you. You lead the way. Yeah. So you guys venture into the woods, and it is so much darker than you expected to be in there. But you're all together and you can clearly see each other. I'm gonna go ahead and get my flashlight out because it's dark and you guys convinced me that it was gonna be daytime in here and now it's dark. You can hear movement farther into the woods and you guys follow that. And are you guys making any noise? Are you- Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd, where are you? Stealth. Here, you hold the flashlight. Please make sure you point in front of me at all times. Sorry. <laughs> no, in front of me, not at me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. Because I will tell you right now, mm-hmm. if I can't see where I'm going, I will cry. Okay, so at this point, they make it through the woods yes. and they get to an open sewer pipe that has a grate over it. Yeah. And all of their dogs have wiggled through it and gotten t- into the sewer or into the sewer what is that a tube into the tunnel into the sewer pipe that is bigger than they are so they can easily walk into it we couldn't find any of the we couldn't get any of the dogs apart from dan Aykroyd. dan Aykroyd was able to be um pulled out mm-hmm. and jessica's character yeah. was holding da- dan Aykroyd, her pug yes in her arms and that's where we're going to pick back up. That's where we're going to pick back up and find out how Hazel decided to try and get hold of her dog. Throw the dog treat down. <laughs> and Dan Aykroyd wiggles out of your shirt. And oh, makes, no. makes this noise. <laughs> <laughs> and he runs off and very quickly just pushes his face against the floor where the treat was. He's now soaked in like sewage water. Ew. And then he just runs off with the other dog. I left my horn of Gondor at home. That would have definitely worked. That would have been perfect. That would have definitely worked. He's trained to answer the call. Nerd. And I didn't bring it. Could you mimic it? (laughs) (laughs) Please, for the love of all things holy, do this. Okay, you can do this and then we'll. So you are. They've called for aid. At the entrance of this concrete tunnel going down. Dan Aykroyd has just run <laughs> off into the darkness. And you hear him while he's running. And, and all you hear and... is... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> is, the dog, is the dog responding? I don't think Dan Aykroyd knows about Gondor. But if we can get Strider, if we get Strider back, he can lead us. He knows the way. Okay. So with some dogs acquired and some dogs not, 
mm-hmm. we ventured forth through that tunnel where, you know, like the sewer pipe. The sewer tunnel, yeah. <laughs> and we came upon uh, Marcus's yard. Marcus is like an elderly weird gentleman with the Frankensteins and <clears throat> the All weird All of the shack. children are a bit afraid of him, yeah. So we get to his yard and then we just, you know. Here's what happens. And then just beyond the field, you can see from a view you guys have never seen before because you've never been on this side of his yard. But you see Marcus Smith's, the, like you see the back of his shed and you can clearly see the cars and stuff out front. He's Thank you so much. Oh no, this is Marcus Smith's yard. We're not supposed to go in there. I say we go in there. Well, you've been in there plenty him. of times. Can you, do you know how to get us out from over here? Like this is the, I've never been on this side. What if he catches us? What if he yeah, kills he us? He won't catch us. He normally never comes I out of the barn. I bet there's bodies in the, I bet there's bodies in the cars. In the cars? In the cars. cars. What about the barn that he has? More bodies. More bodies. I bet he sews them together. I think he sews them together and then he makes a robot out of them and he makes some crazy little thing and it's going to come out and it's going to eat us. You guys were at the edge of the tunnel. We're at the edge of the tunnel. And a mysterious figure appears back inside the tunnel. I know, it was a stranger. Yeah, and we were, it was very spooky we and were dramatic. already quite scared of all the Frankensteins that Marcus there's was no, building. There's no Frankenstein. You didn't know... Well, you knew but this. You guys we, didn't... We didn't know this at the point. You didn't see any Frankensteins. But... Oh, yeah, spoiler, by the way. No Frankensteins. <laughs> but yeah, there's a stranger. A stranger appears. But he sees you guys and he says, Hey, stop! And then starts running towards you. Oh, oh my God. Like, run shambling away, towards away, you. Run away! Run away! It's a zombie. It's a zombie. This is a Frankenstein. It's a Frankenstein. Frankenstein, this is on me. No, frick this, I'm running. <laughs> okay, yeah, where are no. you running? I'm hiding in a car. So, I'm jumping in the closest car next just to Just be sure. He's okay. further into the tunnel, correct? Yeah. So we're running into Mr. Smith's yard. Mm-hmm. I've got two small rocks. I'll hide and throw them in his in the Frankenstein's face. Yeah. Or, okay, are you yeah. gonna are you gonna throw it? I'm gonna throw a rock. Okay. Yeah, roll for fight. Throw? I'm sorry. No, fight. Are you trying to just throw as hard as you can? I'm I'm trying to throw it at him, but I reckon... It's going to be fight, then. Or perhaps... <laughs> would it not be brains? Because I'm using my knowledge of geometry to try and uh, throw it at the wall to bounce towards him, because I know my arms aren't very strong. If this were a planned decision, maybe you could try and figure out the trajectory, but you do not have time to think about that. You are making a snap decision. He is a trained scout. So you are throwing this as fast as you can. You don't have time to do that. Two! How did that land like that? (laughs) Okay, so you throw it as hard as you can, but you don't even see where it lands. He doesn't make a noise like it hit him. You just don't see it anymore. It's gone into the tunnel. I think it hit him. He is coming right at you guys. So we had a bit of trouble with this stranger, but the fallout of it was the stranger got away we didn't really get to speak to him at this point no you didn't get to speak to him he didn't catch you guys um you didn't harm him in any way he just kind of went back into the tunnel so we quickly decided that we needed to start looking for those dogs again Mm -hmm. and we headed towards marcus's shed yes and there's his big shed is there a hole in the door do you think the The door is ajar spike strider Dan Aykroyd! Strider <laughs> <laughs> barks. And he's inside the shed. Yo, I gotta get my dog. Do you he's... think there's food in there? Because if there's food in there, Dan Aykroyd would definitely be in there. 
would they be eating the bodies? Jane Aykroyd would definitely eat a body. So you guys hear Strider bark okay. from this uh, shed. Gondor calls for aid. We need to go. What does that mean? It means, it means, okay, so you know, like, you know Batman, right? So, like, I'm Robin's Batman. I'm Batman's Robin. Yeah. So, Batman's calling for help, and I'm his Robin. I need to come answer that. Should we just run? I That's a good idea. I hey. don't think you should run with a gun. I don't think you should run without a gun. It's dangerous. I run with scissors. <laughs> oh, that's my favorite Weird Al song. So you guys get into the shed, yeah. and you see all of the dogs, and some weird stuff starts to happen. Uh-huh. You hear... What? In your head. In my head? In your head. In your head. Did anybody say something? Did somebody just say what? What? Nobody what? said no. anything. Yeah. Did what? you say what? No. What? Yeah. No. What? What? Who? So, did okay. A. Did somebody just say what? I think Hazel's losing her mind with the stress and the fear. I think so too. I don't. Something. I heard something. Hazel. Wait, 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 wait. Be quiet. Quiet. Let's try. Let me try again. Okay. Say the say the Elvish again. <laughs> that might be what sets it off. She's gonna get electroshock therapy if she keeps this up. Somebody else is in here. I'm sorry. What? Listen, I only see the dogs. What are you talking about? You there's saw somebody the dogs? else. There's somebody else talking. Somebody's talking. Are you looking to into the, the yeah. shed? Are we? Okay, yeah. we're in the shed, right? You guys are at the edge of the shed. Is um, it? So you look into the shed and you can see all four dogs like sniffing around and just being dogs. They don't seem too upset about anything. And in the middle of the room is a giant machine that has like blue lights going up the side. Don't worry um, about the machine. Um, is it uh, the dog talking? Um, to you? Hello. The chocolate lab snaps his head up and goes, did you say that? In your head. And as time continues, the dog is slowly speaking to all of us. Yes, except for you, I believe. Except for me. The hell do you want, man? Hi. <laughs> what the hell? See, see, I told you. I told you said you. you put your glasses on? Yeah. He goes, Ted! And then starts running towards you. Uh, I'm looking... Dad? <laughs> Do I look like <laughs> The dog runs right up to you and puts his nose like against your hand. And he said, Ted, I haven't seen you in so long. Uh, is, is everybody, this, are, you are you okay? Are you okay? This, is this my dad? This is my dad. Um, that's a dog. Dude, you should pet your dad. <laughs> <laughs> he says, no, I'm not your dad. Don't look at me like I'm weird. You're a talking dog with a spaceship. I'm Radio. <gasps> radio? I know that's a name I always wanted to call a dog, but I can't remember ever having a dog before in my life. Are you a dog I have in the future? Your kids are gonna love it. <laughs> <laughs> you hear a car door shut. I want to run over and close the door. Okay. To the barn. Can I take like a like a like a rake or something and like lock it? Radio. Yeah. What is that machine? That's the light. What, uh, is there any other words you have to describe it? No. Okay. Do you know Mr. Smith? Who? The guy that just got home. The guy that lives here. Is he going to hurt us? Is he going to kill us? I only know Ted and you guys. And you guys hear the door. Scatter. The the big, big door. Everyone run and hide. Who's got a gun? Shoot the doors. Uh, I'll stand behind where the door opens with light. 
Like, okay, so you're gonna run to the other side of the shed? Yeah. To do that? Okay. I'm gonna run and hide behind like a bale of hay. Yeah. Man, what's going on in here? Why can this dog talk? He stumbles back and starts yelling at you. Get out of here! Shoot him! What's your last name? Matarazzo. He takes him up and he's like, Are you Matarazzo's kid? Get out of here! No, man, why can this dog talk? He goes to grab you by the scruff. And, and we all jump up and we're like, hey, hey. He looks hey. really confused and so angry at you guys. Sick and You all need to get out of here right now. I Go swear. home. I and then we all have him a BB gun up. I'm like, tell us why there's a he talking dog. I holds up his hand. He says, Hazel, I'm going to tell your mom what you're doing right now. Dead men don't talk. Theodore, we're not going to kill it. Teddy, you shut your mouth right now. Hey, Hazel, hey. put that gun down right now. Listen, listen, sure. listen. I'm gonna swing at his right wrist. Okay, uh, roll for a fight. Oh. Is that a six or a nine? It's a six. Yeah, no. You swing at him and it barely grazes his uh, sleeve and he grabs the, the thing and he says, Gatton, if you don't get home right the hell now, you don't know what you're getting into. And he goes and pushes you out the door. He's like, get out of here, all of you. Wait, what are our dogs doing right now? Your dog has already run. My dog? Yeah. Man, Strider's not a bitch. He's he, <laughs> not running. Like Your dog is, is running in like place trying to get away. Since you're we doing it. Since you're only it's just his little leg. Um, going? Yeah. I haven't come out of all hiding. Of I haven't made radio any noise. Dead. I'm still hiding. What's radio saying? Radio is hiding. Radio, what's Defense. going on? What who how do you why are you here? What's going on? What's radio say? We'll be mad, you guys. Okay, well let's all get are out of here. You fight him. him. Yeah, absolutely, I can bark. bark. And he, um... (laughs) Well, gee whiz, I sure can. He, uh, (laughs) looks at the barn and barks. And a ball of energy comes out of his mouth and hits the side of the barn with a thud and you guys can see a singe. It doesn't catch it on fire, but... Nancy! Um, so we have a powered carrot, do you say? Yes. Tell us about that. I will. So powered characters are actually controlled by the entire group and not usually one person. Sometimes they can be. What you have in front of you right now is aspects of this character. Um, I suggest putting them in front of you so everyone knows what aspects there are. If it's in front of you, that means you control this aspect. Mm. They are gonna have psychic energy tokens instead of regular tokens. Instead of those tokens, I'm gonna use this to represent, and it is going to be, it's gonna start with seven. When you use any of the supernatural abilities, so not quick, but the fire the burst. energy burst coming yeah. from his mouth, that would be something that you would spend an energy point for. Yeah, he barks towards the building and a huge ball of energy, kind of like ball lightning, comes out of his mouth and hits the side of the building. And he looks at you and he looks like he's so proud of himself. As you can see, by this stage, it is all kicking off. Basically, Marcus was gone, we went into the shed, Marcus came back, we immediately started fighting him. We've got a <laughs> dog that is, has got a spaceship and can talk. The other dogs are just going crazy in a normal dog way. It was all kicking off. So, Stephanie, would you do us the honor and just let's have a little pause while we put some jaunty music on and you talk us through the concept in this game of powered characters? Yes. 
The powered characters and kids on bikes are co-controlled by all of the players in the game. For our game, Radio had a number of traits and abilities that were passed out to players, and they were able to take control of the narration when that aspect became relevant. So after they try and fight Mr. Smith, mm-hmm. they he goes back in while they're talking to the dogs, yep. and the police have been called. Yep. And then there's a chase. There's a chase. They go back through the tunnels, and they're trying to get back to their bikes, and here's what happens. Uh. Okay, guys. So you know in Lord of the Rings where, where the Nazgul are coming. Is that when Pippin breaks the carrot? No, that's when they fall when they're running. Oh. But after that, it's, it's directly after okay. that. So they're coming. Do they... we hide in the tree branches? In the tree branches. In the tree, in the tree, in the tree stumps, the yeah. But don't put your ring on. Oh, I do have my decoder ring. Is that what you're talking no, about? No, don't put it on. But Because like, then they'll see I, us. But how am I going to do, not, how am I going to decode things? You put your ring on, they'll find us. I've had it on the whole time. They're talking, so I assume they ran into the forest. Have you guys run into the forest? Are you still, like, getting out of the tunnel? No, I... We're jogging and having a running off to the side. I'm not going into the forest. I want to exit the tunnel and then immediately just like hook to the wall. That way, when the cops run out, they'll run past me. Okay. Um, you always get, you always just (laughs) padded. I'm a loner. Okay, so the cops come out of the, the tunnel. They look to the sides. (laughs) Damn it. And one of them grabs you by the arm immediately. Nancy. So we're in the woods. You guys are in the woods. Hiding in um, roots. You're hiding? Okay. I've been snatched by a... We can see that you've been snatched by by the popo. But what about your wig? Oh, my wig got snatched. I just want to do that thing where kids just like... (gasps) (laughs) Hit their elbow on a table. I just want to like go full dead weight. The cop rolls his eyes. My text And uh, you're just running. Yeah. He sees you and he's running after you. Can you roll for flight? Yeah, that, that's that's not good. That's okay. okay. So if you were to add your adversity token, that would still only be a two. You actually trip over, <laughs> and the cop doesn't tackle you. He just kind of grabs your shoulders. Can I kick him and in the balls? You can try. That's a fight, yeah. Thirteen. Okay. Um, you kick him really hard in the balls, but the other cop is right there to grab hold of you. I don't care, I just wanted to kick him in the balls. Okay. Are you two hidden doing anything? We're hiding. We're staying the... very quiet. Okay. And I, have, I have my decoder ring off and I'm just holding it very close <laughs> to my finger and my eyes are rolling back in my head and I'm like... <laughs> Cops don't see you guys, but they have you guys. Uh-huh. Are you guys going to do anything at all? Hand to me the gun. The, I'm, gonna shoot, the I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna shoot the cop. Are you gonna shoot the cop? I'm gonna shoot the cop. Or are you, you fixing the get caught. I won't get caught. You're gonna get caught. If you're gonna shoot the cop, I'm gonna need you to run. I'm gonna need you sneak about like 20 or 30 feet that way. Because when you get caught, behind. I'm not gonna get caught. I'm gonna sneak behind that tree and I'm gonna shoot the cop. I'll give you the gun. Give but me the gun. I'm going behind that tree over there. Okay, but give me a band-aid. I, I don't Okay, there's a band-aid. Okay, thank you. There, give me the gun. Okay, there's the gun. Thank no. you. Band-aids have become a sneak to uh, tree nearby, about like 20, 20 feet, feet away. away. Because, or 20, 30 feet away, because I don't want to get caught when he messes up. Since you're sneaking. Yeah. Oh. Did he get to roll? I think you're going to roll for flight, because you're trying to evade something. <laughs> <laughs> what are the chances? Um, so you rolled a 10.
put I put I immediately put my decoder ring on, hoping <laughs> I disappear. Okay, so now you're gonna try and shoot the cops. So I'm gonna shoot this. I know I'll miss because three. three. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna miss. And can you guys think of any reason why you could add your adversity tokens? I am supporting him from my tree stump. Okay. I'm going like, you got this, Theodore. You got this. You miss. Yeah, but you're making a lot of noise. So yeah, because I'm still kicking and screaming yeah. and crying. Yeah, so they don't even notice. You're welcome. All that. You're worse. welcome. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like this. <laughs> my hands are my eyes. Every inch of my body is shaking like a leaf. <laughs> so, so are you guys going to stay hidden or are you going to do anything with this? Should, uh, do you want to run back over here and we'll hide oh, until oh, the... Yeah, I'll run back over. And there. then we'll make sure that the cops are gone and then we might try to sneak back around. So you guys are hiding. Yep. You guys get taken home by the cops. You guys get taken <gasps> through the woods and there are cops waiting in cars in the field where you guys came from. Oh. They have been taken away in the cars. And they're back home. And they they end up back home, but are you guys gonna go home? We find the dogs, we need home? to break them out. Yeah, we need to, we need to reconvene. Yeah. We, we find the dogs, where are the dogs? Radio. Radio comes trotting out. Strider. Radio. He comes trotting out <laughs> and he says, can, can we go home now, Ted? This is really scary. It's very scary, but we need to break our friends out of jail. I don't they're, think they took them to jail. They took them to their jail. Homes. We need to break them out of being grounded. And sadly, as predicted, all of the characters did kind of get grounded. They all, yeah, because even the ones that weren't caught by the police, their parents talked to each other. And yeah. Yeah, everyone had a good stern talking to, and then it, Cuts to the next day. You know how parents be. <laughs> they just don't understand. They don't understand. <laughs> they all leave for work the next day, and you're told you're grounded. Your siblings aren't going to snitch on you if you leave. When you come out, radio is waiting, like, beside your house. Like, so he wasn't seen by your parents, but he's just sleeping. He's What's... sleeping next to your... Radio, wake up. Why didn't my parents know you? Um, why didn't you know them? I've lived with them every day of my life. I don't know how to answer that. No. I, o I only know you. I'm going to walk over and I'm going to go, Good morning, Pete. Morning. Does he reset on a long rest? No. We need to all just build a spaceship and go back to Radio's home planet. Probably of... Like, Did anybody try to mess with the thing that's on radio? I was just thinking. About also, that. I'm here. I, I'm also here. <laughs> it's me. Um, also, I'm Hazel. here. I scream a little bit. <laughs> it's, I, I'm Hazel. I'm here. <laughs> Touch it. Take a good look at it. And it's got like some really weird looking buttons on it. Like It's kind of like if you got a toy from the dollar store. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have like a traditional button. It has like a weird piece that presses in a little bit. Oh, it's got yeah, one of those yeah. on it. Press them. See what happens. I press one. You press it. His antenna starts blinking. Oh, it's a signal. That's going to be good news. I press another one. Is it red or is it green? There's only one button. Is um, a signal red or green? I said there's one. It's red. Damn, that's bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> Something's going to happen. Yeah, bad things. If it was green, it'd be fine, but it's red. Uh, light I, color is just light. Doesn't make you it bad here? or good. I've been here. Um, have you seen Star Wars? <laughs> our dad, our parents took us to see Star Wars in movies all at the same time. Um, I press the button again. It stays on. Okay. When are the, when are your people coming, Radio? You're here. You're sh you're flashing. Do you need to go to the light 
Probably. Um, you guys I hear it very faintly off in the distance, like a beep. Oh, beep. You guys hear that? Let's hang around. It might get louder and then we might get a resolution. <laughs> Radio, can you follow that sound? Sure. You guys start walking towards the sound and it gets louder. louder. It gets louder and louder. Who the is, fuck? Um, is uh, radio okay? Because I know that they don't like loud noises. It's not a loud sound. It's, it's just, a, just a, a little beep. Okay. You guys see off in, uh, so you follow it to kind of behind the houses where the edge of the forest starts again. At the edge of the forest behind one of the trees is that man again. <gasps> the man? Two face? He's yeah. in the light? He's in the forest. Oh, it's dark in there. And you see a little radio light you know flashing that on the top of his head going beep. I don't know that man either. So what if it's you? Is it your dad? Is that me? Is the future? Is that your dad? That's not my dad. Is that my dad? <laughs> That's not my you dad. Spoke to your dad. It's me from oh, the future. Yeah. Radio, do you know that man creature over there? Yeah, that's Ted, and he runs <gasps> to him. Ted, oh my God. Ted, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. You? What? Is that you? I don't know. I haven't met me yet. It's me from the future. You guys figured that out two seconds before it happened. <laughs> yeah, did that That ruin, was frustrating. <laughs> did that ruin your surprise reveal? It didn't ruin it. Plan? No, it was, it was really funny. <laughs> I love time travel and time loop films. You games. do love time travel. But you guys figured it out yes. seconds before it happened, which was a little frustrating. Sorry. But it was really fun. <laughs> sorry, sorry. It's, it's okay. We were excited because it was a really fun reveal. So we were just super excited. <laughs> But uh, basically, Radio and Future Ted just go go off, and uh, we go find Michelle, who originally gave us the BB guns. Yes. And Michelle walks out of her house, and she says, you little brats better bring me my guns back right now. Why were I you- lent you my BB guns yesterday. I hear you got caught by the cops. We got caught Are by you the kidding cops. me? Because Marcus is doing something weird in his farm. He's always doing something weird. Hey, you guys, guys had my guns and the cops got called on you? Hey, what Michelle, did you do? Michelle, Michelle, hey, like, listen, okay? Like, um, so Theodore here's got a uh, himself from the future and there's a talking dog. We don't have time for this. We'll get you your guns back tomorrow. We got a jet. Peace out. By the way, I'll sleep. bring your Iron, Iron Maiden cassette tape back. I know I didn't ask to borrow it. I took it. But I'll bring it back tomorrow. Okay, bye. I can't believe this. Um, <laughs> she is walking up to you as she's saying this to you. Um, and grabs your handlebars. Oh no. She's like, Hazel? Guess what? I can ride my bike with no handlebars. Hazel? Take them. Take them. She holds them. They okay. don't come off. Okay. <laughs> Quick release. <laughs> now you have a unicycle. Flying Where are my guys? Marcus's house. I'm sorry that we were so rude. Uh, we're just really stressed out. There's a lot going on. Can you help us? Yeah, Ted's a future man, apparently. Yeah, there's a. Ted's I don't know what that. Means. We don't either. We're trying to figure we're it out. We're children. I think there's a time machine. There's a dog that can talk. Just his give, name is just Radio. Just give me my dog. My give me my guns. Hey. That's what I want. Okay, we'll get you your well, guns. we can't can you get you your guns us? if you're holding us. Shut up. Yeah, Don't Gatton. talk Gatton. to me like that. Gatton. Stop it, yeah. Gatton. We got you, Michelle. You leave Michelle alone. Hey, Michelle, if you help us out, I'll give you one of my band-aids for my band-aid collection. I, why would 
I need band-aids? Do you, you guys never know? Hold you on. never know no, you're gonna no, cut your shut up, everybody. Shut up, everybody. Oh, we could take that out. My BB guns that I lent you guys yesterday are at Marcus's house. So yes. really Marcus is the thief. Yeah, Marcus stole them from us. Just I don't know what trouble you guys are in. We're I don't not in care any trouble. what trouble you guys are in. We're gonna get your guns back. Can you help us? With what? How can I how can I help you guys restore, return my stolen property that you committed crimes with? We didn't commit any crimes. We didn't even Two shoot. Two of you got arrested. Because we because didn't get arrested. So listen, children. our dogs, we were following our dogs because there was this dog with a radio on his back and look his what's his name? His name's radio. radio because he's got a radio on his back. Guess what? He can talk telepathically to all of us. So we followed him. This sounds so stupid. Hey, well, okay, listen. Well, you so stupid! I... Needless to say, Michelle gives us a lift to Marcus's. Yes. So you guys pull up. Michelle says, okay, stay here for, like, count to 60 or however high you can, can count. One, two, I'm gonna go, don't count out three. loud. I'm gonna go to the door, count high, and then you guys can go get my guns. Uh, she gets out and she goes and knocks on the door and you guys see him open the door and they're talking to each other and... That's 60, let's go! He seems a little annoyed, but he's standing there talking to her. Where are you guys headed? Straight right to the barn. Yeah, to the barn? Run okay. Around, run around the house and um, the barn. You guys go around the corner and see the door swing open and it's the man from the woods. <gasps> Ted! Have you got the guns? Get in here right now. Oh, yo, we're in the right place. Good job. Yes. Good job. Good remembering. You are... Right? I'm Ted. Same, same person, different nicknames. I assume all four of you guys go in. Yeah. Yep. And um, Ted runs over, and you guys can see like he's got a prosthetic arm that's like a um, bunch of metal stuck together. He's got like a cyborg piece of metal stuck to the top part of his face. Oh, hell yeah. With a little light that's blinking at the <gasps> same time as radio. Oh, um, they found each other. Do you need me to chop my finger off? No, I think I'll, I'll gladly do it. I need you guys to help me get this machine started. How? You got it. What do we need to do? I've read. I've Listen, read some this books. looks so different from what it looked like when I used it. I don't know what to do. We were building up to a big old crescendo here. Yes. We're all there. We're back in the shed at Marx's. Uh, all the dogs are just scattered around being dogs. Well, they're, they're helping in dog ways. Yeah. And <laughs> but you guys find out that this is you from the future. Me from the future. And the machine in the middle of the shed is a time machine. Uh-huh. That Marcus has been working on or something. Marcus has been working on for reasons unknown. So we've got to fix it. Mm-hmm. And... Well, it doesn't look finished is the part. Okay. It doesn't look finished. So we try and... Do that, and I'll tell you what, whew, strap into your seats. <laughs> he gets in, you guys put the door back on. You press the buttons, and it starts making that noise. It starts going That's a fun noise. I like that. I'll show you Dr. Starts shaking the entire shed. You guys see the main door, the two big doors fling open and Marcus is standing there and he looks so shocked at all of you. This is what have you done? I point again. We're saving the planet. 
What do you mean? I need to save my parents! Hey, 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 did you know Ratman's parents are dead? <laughs> That's a joke just for me. <laughs> wait, he's pressing buttons trying to stop Shoot Marcus! I got my- wait, where are the guns? Do we know? We don't know where the guns She's are. Never found the guns I guns. left my- I told myself to leave my, the guns here. They must be around here somewhere. Radio, bark at Marcus. He's gonna blow up the machine. Like, that's what ends the world. Don't do that. Alright, uh, shoot him. I'm gonna retry I don't the, know where the guns are. The where hitting him put? with. I didn't say that I brought anything, so I'm just gonna try and kick him in the sternum. Okay. Yes. Call radio, and you do hear him bark, but there's no energy or anything like that. And you see his nose pushing through the thing, and it kind of dislodges <gasps> the hatch. Oh. No. And he starts trying to like scramble out. No, no, no. Radio, get back in. What are you doing? Yeah, buddy, stay in there. I'm just stupid. He's gonna blow up if you do that. I tackle Marcus. Okay, I'm go tough. for... So you're gonna roll for fight, Okay, I think. Because you're trying to attack him yeah. and knock him over. Okay. Plus <clears throat> one. That's a 12. Hey, listen. So you hit him with all of your body weight and all knock 45 him pounds over. of it. Hey, 45 pounds. Yeah, you, he doesn't you, have his You're feet able to right? knock him over and like to the side. Okay. And he is trying to push you off of him and says, like, you don't know what you're doing. He does that thing where it's airplane and I go, Wee! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he kicks you. <laughs> and I run over and kick him in the ribs. So you hit him so hard you hear his ribs crack <gasps> over the sound of the machine. Hell yeah. Dope. And I'm over there like um, refereeing in the fight. <laughs> he stops struggling and he's just in so much pain. You guys have treasure hunter, so you may spend one adversity token to find a useful item in your surroundings. Do you want to find the guns? Yep. Okay. So you look around and you see two of the BB guns. Uh, it's just on a shelf. You guys can clearly find it. Okay, the sidekick so. when you can both kick sides. <laughs> <laughs> the one that was definitely not working was his. His mm-hmm. what? Gun. His gun. He left that in the field. You guys took one of the working guns to the woods and shot a cop. Mm-hmm. Shot at a cop. So one of those, so, so one of these could not possibly work. One of them definitely works. One of them you guys haven't tried yet. Doesn't matter. Okay, what are you trying to shoot? So we have a big old fight with Marcus, managed to quieten him down, right? And that's all sorted. And the time machine's like, but radio's radio's trying to get out, so. What are we gonna do? Yeah. Let's check in with the finale and see what happens. (laughs) The machine starts shaking really hard. Okay, we need to get the dog back in. Radio, get in the (laughs) ship. Get in the ship. (laughs) Or you'll kill us all. What's Um, the opposite of. <laughs> That's yeah. how Dan Aykroyd sounds. <laughs> Just let Radio out. Let Ted go. We'll keep Radio. You don't have to kill him. We'll let Ted go. Keep hold of Radio. See what happens. Yeah. I won't shoot him straight away. But that if he way, turns into the thing, oh, he's gone. That way, Radio gets to live with us because you said that we won't be there when he goes back. Potentially. Yeah, yeah but we're not there because the world died because we let the time machine go. But so now let's we'll be there. Get the dog in the damn machine. <laughs> it won't no, fit in fine. the machine. Ted, Ted says, you have to close this grate. Close, close the, grate. the grate. I think something, we should something close save the, the grate. grate. Okay. So how are you gonna... save the world? Pull radio all the way out, push the grate closed. Okay. Yep. So you guys do that? Yep. You guys can't hear anything <coughs> happening inside? 
you just see it start violently shaking and like glowing bright, Stop bright blue. Stop pointing the gun at the dog. I'll point it until we know everything's okay. This and really it, feels wrong. <laughs> it shakes the entire shed so hard that it starts to like come apart. And like the siding is coming off the top and the tiles. What is that? We should just the shingles. The shingles. shingles are coming off the top and sliding down. So you guys are starting to see daylight. And uh, that hay bale is still on fire. I wish I had remembered that was happening. <laughs> it's just burning off to it. Yeah, it's that's off. fine. Time machine shakes and then goes very still and then just kind of and implodes. A, like, a little bit. You guys don't see any explosion. It just kind of just implodes like it on gate. itself. And then it's, oh, it's yeah, gone. Exactly. It's like Ocean Gate. Yeah. What's going on with radio? Radio's still there. Your radio's fine. Hey, stop. Put the gun down. Um, radio, tell me, how do you feel? What? I lower the gun. <laughs> he comes over and gives you a cuddle. And I oh, cuddle him back. Yay. I give him a cuddle. Oh, you overcame you... your fear of dogs and in one day. Spike no. And then Spike and Strider and... Oh wow! Here come in and come in, <laughs> And uh, Marcus is just then I shall die as one of them. And he's probably not gonna fix fix our or anything for our parents ever again. <laughs> I I walk over to Marcus and I give him the switchblade that is. I say I'm sorry. Radio looks at you and he gives you a big cuddle, and then he looks at Marcus and he walks over and he just lays down next to him. What if Marcus was the dog? Marcus, Mar- I'm gonna what go if check- Marcus is your dad? I'm going to go check on Marcus and be like, hey, I'm really sorry about everything. Are you okay? We had to save the world. It's probably for the best. So what Marcus says? That's what Marcus says. What happened to your parents? They were, they were killed a really long time ago, and I just wanted them back. Can you tell us about them? Maybe that'll bring them back in memories. That's nice, kid. Thanks. <laughs> I think oh. you kids should just just go. So, nothing happens in a few days. Um, you guys wait. You're really stressed out. The machine is gone. Nothing happens in a few days. So it's wait, a week later, and you bring by your copy of Silmarillion and drop it off on his porch. Marcus stays at his house for about a year, and he doesn't really come I'm out okay. to see anybody. I have a question. Yeah. So I'm gonna continue to drop books off at his house. So they continuously Aww. disappear off the off the porch yeah okay yeah he keeps taking them in he leaves the bb guns out for you guys Aww, michelle, michelle doesn't really hang out with you guys as much anymore but she forgives you you guys well wow. saved, the, saved day. the day so climactic we did save the day you did i mean not just me mainly me well, I did tailor that story around you a little bit because as soon as I figured out that dogs were allowed in mm-hmm. kids on bikes, I was like, well, I got to give Greg his dream dog. Radio. Radio. Best name for a dog ever. I've never had a dog, by the way. But if I ever had a dog, it would be called Radio. No no question whatsoever. But um, that was really fun. I really enjoyed it. This first time I've ever played kids on bikes. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think it worked really well with the little group we had. It did, yeah. They're uh, a lot of fun to play with. They're my regular Dungeons and Dragons group. Uh, I don't, They're my regular RPG group. Okay. <laughs> and um, yeah, they're they're always really great to play with. And the the game was very easy to play because it lends it. You know, we've done a lot of uh, just storytelling games. Mm-hmm. 
Now, this is just a proper RPG with proper yep. RPG rules and all that. But it still lends itself so well to the because I prefer. I think telling, anywhere where you roll to fight is a as a really good. Yeah. This is now an RPG. Yeah. Because as you know, I'm a big fan of essentially guided storytelling with friends, mm-hmm. and all the heavy duty rules to an RPG. I understand why they're there, and sometimes they're really exciting. But those are the bits I can take or leave. Okay. But Kids on Bikes tricked me into thinking there was none of that. There was plenty of it. There was there plenty was of it, yeah. There's lots of action. Plenty lots of, of uh, rolling for checks. Loads of crunch to I it. I know we cut out a bit of it, but there was a lot of rolling for checks. Awful lot of rolling. I thoroughly enjoy, enjoyed that. Now, uh, remind <laughs> me, who? that's by Renegade. That is by Renegade and Hunter's Entertainment. So Hunter's Entertainment has done um, Alice is Missing, which is one of my all-time favorite RPGs. Um, they did a storytelling game called Icarus, where you use a Jenga tower. Oh, did they do Icarus? Yeah. I really enjoy Icarus. Yeah, and um, Renegade do... does the uh, Hunter, Hunter, which is really awesome, and I think they do a werewolf one. Really? Yeah, I think that one just came out. Well, I would be interested to play more games from them then. Well, and we will. if anyone from Renegade are listening. <laughs> If I ask everyone for free things, mm-hmm. someone's <laughs> going to give us free things. I'm hoping it comes across as uh, charming. <laughs> I I suspect it comes across as rude and annoying. Um, I don't know. You're not asking me for free things, so Do you... we ended up cutting out a good bit of the um, powered characters. Yes, but uh, that is a really cool thing. It's um. When you're doing a larger game, it allows people to do, like, superpowers a lot more. Okay. But since this was just a one-shot, only a couple of the aspects got to be used. Um, but it's it's that's a really cool function, that there's a shared character. It's an interesting thing that we'll have to find a way to get around. Because, obviously, for the purpose of what we're doing, mm-hmm. we're exclusively doing one-shots. We're taste-testing them, yeah. Mm. Yeah, we're playing a ghost story game. We're moving out of the sci-fi and into the Ghosts. paranormal. Yes, it's called we're d- paranormal. We're doing a paranormal themed <laughs> game called Paranormal that's about the paranormal. Yeah, and um, if you guys want to play that and try it out before the episode comes out, you can find that on Exalted Funeral. That'd be great. Yeah, get get involved with it. Yeah, so g- get that and play along at home. <laughs> I like the idea of that. that I is like really that fun. a lot. But yeah, if um, any of you do want to get hold of kid- kids on bikes the deluxe edition was what we played which i'm assuming was a kickstarter thing the deluxe edition um the deluxe edition i think you can you mm-hmm. could just buy okay you cannot buy the first edition anymore really yeah well, the um, second edition well, we don't have access to it through our distributors at the store that i work at but um the second edition will be out soon yeah, if, it's, the if it's not already second out. edition should hit retail sometime this year i believe um, okay. And it looks really exciting. Um, oh, I got the PDF, so I've been combing through that a little bit. But we strictly played the first edition. Yeah. Let us know what you think about that. And again, let us know uh, if anyone would like to draw a picture of radio. Yes. We desperately need a picture of radio. Mm-hmm. I think Greg, you... do you think you'll frame it and put it up? If anyone does a picture, I am framing it. I, I am printing it, framing it. Putting it up uh, above my desk where I do all of my important business. Do you have anything to say to future Greg? 
Because, you know, Future Greg is out there somewhere. Future Greg is out there somewhere. I say, Future Greg, uh, thank you for looking after me. And I hope you manage to find those uh, jalapeno-flavoured pretzel pieces. <laughs> okay, good luck. Have you got anything to say to future Stephanie? Uh, yeah, maybe stray away from the theme of time-travelling Gregs. Oh, can I speak to future Stephanie? Yeah. More time-travelling Gregs. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. We'll yeah. see you later. Like and subscribe, guys! <laughs> And a big thank you to our friends who joined us. Yes. Uh, Kyle, Jessica, and Casey. Thank you, Kyle, very much. Thank you, Jessica, very much. Thank you, Casey, very much. Yeah, um, check out the episode notes, and we'll see if they want anything shouted out. Yep. I think we did it. Did Is we do it? it? I think that's it. I think that's it. That'd thanks for right. thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah. Bye! Thank you for listening to Another Here. Reach out and let us know how we're doing and suggest an RPG for us to play on future episodes. You can find us online at Another Here Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Please leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks. Another Here was devised and performed by Stephanie Chadwick and Gregory Aikman. The theme tune is by Ian Bokert. All additional sound comes from freesounds.org. If you happen to meet a version of yourself from the future, forget what the books and films tell you. Give them a hug.